When shit hits the fan, really think about what's going on, what's, like, it's hard to think impulsively, I guess, about things, but I guess it's really important to think of things in a literal manner and really calm yourself down. Hello and welcome back to another Gear Up uh, podcast. I am your guest, your host, whatever label you want to put on it, um, Mustafa Tahir, or whatever label you want to call me, Muzzy. <laughs> um, I'm joined with... Um, I don't even know what, 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 what I'd label you today with. Um, <laughs> he's come to buy a car off me. <laughs> and um, I just, uh, it was it was coming to the ending of the um, you know, transaction or whatever, um, viewing of the car. And I just looked at him and I was like, dude, do you want to just record a podcast? <laughs> and um, he just looked at me and was like, oh, yeah, why not? Um, so, yeah, this is Teff. And... Um, I'll get you to introduce yourself. Cool. So, um, yeah, my name's Taff. Um, thank you for the lovely introduction. <laughs> Did your job as a car salesman. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Give me the car now. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the keys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, um, I'm a registered uh, physiotherapist. And I've been practicing for the best part of six months. And... Oh, I've recently quit my job uh, working for a, a private healthcare physiotherapy company and I've decided to take a risk and start my own business. Mm. And so, yeah, I'm about a month in and it's coming along really well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Seeing how it goes kind of thing. It's like a new thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing how it goes. Lots of people are a bit sceptical being a new grad, I guess. Um, they're like, oh, is it too soon? Does he think he know? He, he already knows everything. And it's like, I kind of tell people it's it's not about me thinking I know everything because I'm, I'm always a student. Mm. I'm always looking to learn. And by, by all means, I definitely don't think that... I know everything. I, I feel as though I was almost limited at the private company because I was working under someone who um, we, I guess we didn't agree with, with some of our views in terms of the output of physiotherapy or what values we found in terms helpful. Of, in terms of the quality of care? In terms of the quality of care, correct, yes. So he, um, without mentioning any names, obviously, he yeah. was very... Um, business orientated. He's a business owner. I can't fault him or can't blame him for that. He um, so he, do, he he does treatments such as massage and things, lots of things inside the treatment room, which is which provides good, uh, I guess, short term output. But in terms of long term, patients getting better or clients getting better, he wasn't doing any exercise based rehab. Where I feel as though our job, our role, has seventy percent is long-term based rehab well for my personal thinking anyway because it's a long-term thing and I want people to be get better for longer because yeah sure it's bad for maybe short-term business but in the long-term business they're going to start recommending people to you because you actually fix people mm-hmm. and so I don't agree with when someone tells me oh they've been seeing this physio who's who's really good and they've been seeing him for a, their back problem for the last three years and I'm like did you just listen to what you said you just said that you've contradicted yourself you said you've seen a really good physio for the past three years for a back injury like, you know, like, really? Is it really taking three years for a back injury? And so there's there's a lot of proactive things being done, and I feel as though there's a massive gap in the market for that sort of thing. And people are... The health literacy is improving in the country. So uh, is that kind of what pushed you towards...? Exactly, yeah. So people are promoting 
health and fitness and gymming and all this kind of thing. So there's more people than ever yeah. getting off the couch. Yeah, I've noticed that trend. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's which good. is perfect, which is exactly like people, their risk of heart disease and diabetes and things are reducing. But in saying that, their, their risk of an ankle sprain or a strained muscle is increasing, which where I kind of come into the area. And I'm like, there's more population. Mm. There's more people wanting to know about the injuries mm. and they're really wanting to be proactive about what's going on. It's not just come in, fix me. Mm. It's more about, oh, come in short term, like kind of make me feel better and tell me what I can do in the long term to prevent things from happening I again. I want to know details. Yeah, I want to know I'm, details. I want to know the ins and outs of my injury. I want to yeah. know what the hell's going on. Yeah, exactly. And how, what I can do to prevent it in the future. Mm. And people aren't getting it. It's, it's a simple, it's simple, right? It's, no, it's not like rocket science. It's not like a secret. It's just people... Well, healthcare professionals from seeing 90% of physios don't give you the in-depth kind of knowledge because maybe one, they don't care, or two, they don't think you care, but there could be other factors into it as well, whether they don't know. You know, there's there's a, there's a few factors as to why it's kind of not happening. So with that being like a factor that you've just brought up, mm-hmm. um, you, you mentioned like the whole credibility of your... Mm-hmm. of, you know, you've only been now, what, like two years, not even two years? Yeah. Um, as you said, it kind of does raise concerns. So how can the person be sure that they are coming to, mm-hmm. to, to a decent to or a decent. to a reasonable person? Yeah. So there's, there's a few things I've got to kind of thank the, um, AUT course one, because the three years is all at uni and the whole fourth year, um, is out on placement. So the whole, um, placement year is completely unpaid which mm. is kind of tough at the time because mm. you're working a full-time job without getting paid but that's such as the nature of the beast you have to get through doctors have to do it mm. nurses have to do it mm. everyone the in the healthcare it's profession just, it's just the way. yeah it's just the way the cookie crumbles i guess but yeah. you take i guess you take the good you get you get sour about it at the time like oh, i'm not not getting paid i have to work another job to get some kind of money on the plate to, to keep you going but then i guess you take the good from it but what you're getting out of it mm. is they're giving you these vast array of experiences so the fourth year i've spent my time at ICU, HD awards at Auckland Hospital, so intensive mm. care, where the pace of it is just really intense. Mm. I've got to spend time at old person's health, so like rehab wards, mm. so false prevention, gait retraining, balance retraining mm. for like an elderly population. Super rewarding. The elderly population is, is an awesome population to deal with there. You don't get as much fulfillment out of, out of like athletes. What kind of like... What kind of care would you be giving to elderly? So, with elderly, as you get older, obviously, your risk of a fall has increased. So, once you fall, you bre- yeah, you break, yeah, your bones get frail, your bone density decreases, and you fall on it, you fracture your hip, and you have a hip joint replacement. You have a knee joint replacement because of long-standing arthritis, or you have mm. um, other post-op operative complications because your immune system is weaker you're in a hospital setting you can get pneumonia you can get this you can get that so we do as a physio it's really cool because we have i can go into private sports teams and do high-end high performance stuff Mm. with athletes i can do old person's health balance gait retraining fundamentals of movement teaching Mm. people literally how to walk again Mm. um i can go we do respiratory have you you done that yeah i do yeah that's that's what that's what i'm talking about in terms of i've had experience all throughout the scope so i've had oph intensive care private sports coats i've been working at a back specialist as well through my placement so i've had like a really well-rounded approach Mm. to um things as well as ponzi like private care private I guess sports clinics and so it was um the decision to leave after working for a for a month I just kind of thought this is just isn't good enough the level that 
um, as is being expected here. And I was kind of getting discouraged from doing... Physio? No, no. I was getting discouraged from giving people the level of care that they deserve in terms of long-term stuff. So taking people down to the gym, showing them exercises that are going to make them better long-term. And it wasn't happening. And my boss would be like, why are you doing this? That, you know, and I'd get questioned every single time. It's like, no, you shouldn't be doing this. You're not a personal trainer. And I'm like, that's not being a personal trainer. That's showing people that's just... Personal trainers don't know this kind of information. Basic care kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, you can do an online course and be a personal trainer. <laughs> you know, so... It's like an eight week. It's like an yeah. eight week. Yeah, you pay 800 bucks or something and you're a, registered, you're a personal trainer. <laughs> you know, and so... No, no, no shits to personal trainers. No, no, absolutely not. No, there's there's definitely some really good personal trainers out yeah, there that, know, are, know, that are switched on. I know, I know like, a, like a good good six and they're mm. all like... I could like it's gone to the point where I don't even want a personal trainer because I know if I pick one that yeah that all of them will be like why don't you pick me <laughs> yeah. yeah they won't they won't think like that but yeah. it's just to avoid that dreamy happening I don't I, to be honest I don't even think they would really care nah, nah. <laughs> they're pretty they're pretty chill people to be honest they're um but yeah, so effectively that's kind of where I saw a gap in the market mm. and from all the clients that have been coming to see me they um this is not not a word of lie mm. I'm not exaggerating yeah. or anything like 90% of people will be like you've been giving me a better s- s- treatment or service experience yeah experience I guess that's a good way of putting it than all the other physios that I've had mm. you know and we're being proactive about it that's... and and I guess the, the main thing I guess in all aspects of life is communication with people mm. as soon as you can gain rapport you can gain trust you you're straight up with them they don't just think you're, mm. you're a tight ass healthcare professional mm. that thinks he's better than everyone he's else better. and like you know and he's like he lives life by by exactly by the book like mm. you you maintain professionalism which you, is important you want someone that is somewhat like like mm. normal relatable relatable no, relatable, relatable. That's, that's a good word it's a good way yeah. of doing yeah. it that's, that's very good and word. so once yeah. once they trust you that's the better one, you know? And as soon as they trust you and they enjoy um, your interactions, they will, they're more likely to listen to you in the long term as well. And so therefore it makes your job easier rather than someone who they barely know, like, I'll oh, do these exercises. He didn't tell me why I'm doing them or what the point of it is, but I just have to do them. You're not likely mm. to do that. But if you understand the concept as to why, people, we're, we're inquisitive creatures. We want to know why. Mm. Well, I hope that we're inquisitive creatures. Mm. Um, and you won't do it unless you see the purpose of doing it. Mm. If there's no reason behind the madness, then it's, you're just aimlessly mm. doing things without a goal. And so that comes into, I guess, having a goal, which is another thing as well. So, yeah, but that was that was more or less the reasoning behind it. The people are like, oh, look, you're, you're, you're quite young and, you know, you haven't had ridiculous amounts of experience and things like that. Mm. And um, the... We've been promised lots of things as new grads coming into the system, hmm. being like, we're going to be coached, we're going to be trained, we're going to be supervised, we're going to do this. All empty promises because there's a shortage of healthcare prof- of, of physiotherapists in the country. Hmm. And so we're, they just need to get people on board because the demand's high, the supply's not enough because there's two schools in New Zealand. Hmm. So they're trying to, so I'm not getting that sort of level. I'm like, if, if I leave or if I come back, the pros and cons, the pros well outweigh the, the cons. Hmm. And I can work half the amount if not less and earn the same amount and earn the same amount it's a no brainer what's your um like overall like goal for the whole like you know you only just started it and yeah having, like what's your I'm the type to not really have expectations but mm-hmm. you probably have yeah. quite a few expectations of what, where you see and like the vision of yeah of how it goes so I'm, I'm I'm very I guess calculated in terms of 
I always refer to it as the ladder, right? Um, as soon as you think you're at the top of the ladder, you're definitely not. You're, you're way down the bottom. Yeah, you're constantly having to climb it. Like, you know, there's there's no such thing as as, as I'm sitting at the top. Growth. and I'm, Yeah, there's always, there's always growth. And if you think you're at the pinnacle, that's when... You, that's when you're not growing. Yeah, you're not growing and you're, you're not doing anything. So I guess the whole idea before I started was I'd have my own business, you know, and then I kind of implemented the plan. And, like, I'm here. And then before, like, before the plan even was finalized into me having a business and registering it, I was kind of onto the next thing and onto the next thing. And I'm constantly looking for gaps in the markets where I can... Onto the next thing. Onto the next thing in terms of how I can expand the business idea, how I can make it better for people. So what I want to do is... In terms of... Like output and uh, give physios a better opportunity to treat the clients they want to treat where they want to get give, give them freedom I guess the, exactly what our millennium our generation wants is freedom they don't want to stick to a nine to five or like a like a real strict like ridiculous hours like you know you want to you want to work smart and you want to work hard at the same time mm. and maximize output if that makes sense mm. um, that's what I feel anyway in my personal opinion and so what's happening in our thing is as a builder or a plumber or as a contractor you have the freedom of working in between sites right mm. so you can go hop hop and skip between different work sites and you can mm. kind of dictate well, your only, day. That's only if you are contracted. Yeah, if you're contracted. Jobs, yeah. yeah, exactly. But in physio, being a contractor means you're effectively working as an employee okay. of the company. So you're working there Monday to Friday, mm. five days a week, doing more or less the same hours, if not more, with more skin on the table because it depends on how many people you see. That's how much you get as opposed to a fixed rate of an employee. But if I can give people through my business the opportunity to work with the sports teams they wanted, a population that they wanted, work, partner up with their local gyms. I feel as though every single gym needs to have a, a healthcare professional okay. with them yeah. because that that maintains the standard of that and reduces the, the injury rate and increases um, education of people getting more and more into gym because you get lunatics that are just lifting weights mm. for the sake of would it. Would you, in terms of like the whole gym industry, would you mm-hmm. like to see personal trainers kind of going to physio um i so like would you rather would you rather have gyms with physios and that specifying gymming Mm -hmm. rather than just have dudes that do some course and learn a few pieces see i feel as though it shouldn't be like a the the other the other thing as to why i'm doing this is because the the healthcare industry is very separated as as much as we like to think that it's it's one big happy family. It's really not. We kind of, um, we, some people, like I guess some professors tend to hate on others. You're like, oh, podiatrists, oh, OTs, mm. oh, uh, PTs, chiros. Oh, like, you know, yeah, they physio- shouldn't go to that. Physios, yeah. <laughs> physios, they're all terrible. Um, like, you know, like all that kind of stuff. As opposed to, um, I feel as though if we can work together and really communicate, say we, say I went to a new gym and there was personal trainers there. Why not sit in with seminars or like have seminars or talks? to educate the personal trainers and be mm. on the same level because it's not an Can't enemy thing together, yeah. yeah it's and it's not happening it's simple it's, it's a real simple process yeah, but do, it's it's do, just not happening. do you think it's like do you think it's evidently like a hierarchy kind of thing it, yeah 100 percent, it is but it's not like it's not like intentional it's kind of no. like it's kind of just like oh this guy went and studied a degree yeah oh yeah or like this yeah. guy this guy only knows how to click backs or this guy only knows 
it's, of... it's always the same, it's same thing with physios as well like oh you go to a physio you just get a you just get a massage we're glorified mm. massage therapists as far as mm. as far as lots of people know that increase that's what I'm trying to get away from the stigmatism so you're, trying to, you're trying to remove that misconception yeah. of all like not just physios of all everyone yeah everyone and then kind of get them to come come combine and Mm-hmm. as like a family and like one entity kind of thing exactly yeah but the pro the the thing that comes out of that everyone works together everyone's on so i'll know I'll, i won't know exercises that some personal trainers know mm. you know that target specific things or some mm. different kind of that 100 i will not know everything that the person personal trainer knows mm. regardless of how long our yeah. courses were yeah. irrelevant of yeah. what education we come from mm. what background there are things that can translate mm. go back and forth and mm. it could be equal doesn't matter but the thing is what's happening is that the overall output of working together mm. for the customer or the client mm. is way higher mm. right and so that's that's perfecting a product that's the I feel as though that's the most important thing if as soon as you can perfect the product then you can get into your marketing and advertising and stuff like if, if your product is not a hundred percent or like service yeah, service. yeah 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 effectively the service yeah the service product that you're you're putting out yeah. can be refined mm. and and I feel if, if we were really close to it it would be okay but we're really far from it we're not working together how would together. you propose we do that like how would so we've identified that putting forward a community sort of a multidisciplinary approach mm. I guess so how like how could you implement that how yeah. like would you set up say would you set up like a meetup and mm-hmm. get, get a wide range of health professionals to mm-hmm. come together and simply start like a community kind of thing yeah would you would you go to all these clinics would you go see chiropractors mm-hmm. would you go see other physios would you go see personal trainers would you go see you know who else the whole the yeah. whole team so yeah. what I've done is because I'm working from home I mm-hmm. kind of want to do it step by step I can't my philosophy is that I can't time. yeah I can't bite off more than I can chew because yeah. then it just becomes like too much the idea is really good like you know to get like everyone in there but it needs to start somewhere this mm-hmm. like a massive snowball mm-hmm. had to start from a tiny one at some point mm-hmm. you know you don't skip the step so I feel as though that's super important and that's why I'm partnering up with gyms or wanting to partner up with right. gyms personally myself yeah. and develop the brand that I've come up with the philosophy that I've come up with the reason behind why I want us to work together is mm-hmm just personal trainers and physios mm. for now mm. so that we can we can once we have this interrelationship and we talk about things between us mm. right um we can deliver a better um service mm. right Quality and then care. and as soon as we do that our actions will speak for themselves people will start to notice be like how, how come this gym's performing way better how come it's so popular you know people will start asking questions because your results will speak for themselves this is not about marketing uh and giving the ideas that I've just talked about and saying that because people will go, oh, that's a good idea, but no one will do it until you mm. see it, until unless you see it happening, I guess, in, in real life. It's, people won't relate to it. And as soon as you can do that, I can say I go to gym A, build a really good relationship with them and personal trainers, physios are working together and everything's happening perfectly and their output for patients is really good. Um, our clients, so they're, they're training hard and they're training smart and they're avoiding injuries. That's ideal, right? In the ideal world, you train hard, as hard as you can, without have, minimizing your risk of injuries. That's perfect. Right. That's your gold standard. Mm. If I can do that, then go to the next gym, do the same thing, but get people who are in my profession, who are in my year group, millennials, millennials I guess, to um, take over the role that I've just... I've, I'm, I'm essentially... a almost not quite a sales rep but like just giving you the the ins and outs of the product and really mm. putting it how i should and then i can upskill with people from physios to take on board the information and 
plant once I've planted the seed, then someone else can come along and water the water the plant for me. Mm. But I guess planting the seed was initially the hardest part. Mm. You know, the watering part can be a little bit easier once mm. you're once it's going through. Are you are you scared that this could like it comes right back down to the whole mm-hmm. credibility thing? Yeah. And years of experience. Mm-hmm. Are you scared that that can backlash? So you've got physios that have been in the industry for ten years, and you've yeah. got some guy that's you know just just out, started up, just started, yeah. and he's just he's just like an ambitious, uh, another mm-hmm. ambitious millennial that wants to change the world or yeah. wants to change the industry. Yeah. And they'll look at you like, nah, it's not going to be done. Mm-hmm. It can't be done because we've been trying to do it. The thing is, mm-hmm. like, what 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 would make you kind of different? What what like? Mm-hmm. I understand that you want to offer a better quality of care and you've got this idea this. Of, of wanting to combine all these multiple health professionals together. Together, and, yeah. And, you know, put forward this new um, new way of doing things, mm-hmm. you know, combining gyms and physios and yeah. all that. So I've got two things in in with regard to that anyway. So our, our old school mentality of thinking is, is that the older you are, the smarter you are, mm-hmm. the more experience mm-hmm. you have, right? Mm-hmm. But I guess they're forgetting that we're coming through uni mm-hmm. recently are all up to date with the most recent research. Right. Like we are taught with the most up to date research yeah. and with everything being laid out for us with top professors and everything like that through university. So people that have been out for the last 20, 30 years have been practicing. They still have to do their own learning on top of that. Mm. But whether it's going to be up to the university standards of professors teaching them, mm. highly unlikely. So there's the misconception of... Um, older meaning better meaning mm. more experience experience will uh, definitely has a pro i'm not saying that's it's mm. completely like experience is key like you know you, you learn more you that is super important but i feel as though um that's a very old school mentality of thinking and we have access to the the internet which people didn't have back in the day if you really mm. if you have a background in a certain medical profession right and you really want to find something out that you didn't know. Say a patient came in with something really odd mm. and you had no idea. Just ask Dr. Google. Yeah, you, you find out. And because it's, you're, you're not just in everyday Joe blogs going onto Google, you mm. can, I can look up articles and I know the, um, the, how valid mm. the, uh, the articles mm. are judging by the p-values and, and like different stats that, mm. are, that are being given to me, mm. you know, and how sensitive a study was, how um, efficient it was and things like that. So there's ways of finding out. You know, um, so I feel as though that's we have access to that. Mm. So older doesn't ne- necessarily mean better. And the second point was that the few gyms that I have approached, that I've asked the the gym owners, they say you're the first person that's come to me with this idea. Really? Yeah, you're the first person that's come to me because healthcare. We're either physios are either in hospital settings or in like private clinics, right? No so you, one's no so one's approaching them. So the idea is you. Working. I want a physio with every single gym. Every single gym? Well, every single decently sized gym What's decent? should have a... Well... Like, I know a gym that's just down the road, like, mm-hmm. what, like a 10 minute, 7 minute drive. Yeah. And it's like a community gym. Yeah. So he only um, he only takes about like... It's like... Not too much. Three, like... 300 people. I can't, I can't... Nah, I can't even... Nah, it's probably not even 300, dude. Like, yeah. it's, it's like quite a small amount. And like, mm. anyone's allowed to go on kind of thing. See, that, that, that's all right, because it's a really if, even if it's small, right, you can bite off, say, one physio can be in charge of three small gyms. I'm here at this one, gym A, mm-hmm. Tuesday and Monday and Tuesday evenings, gym B, Wednesday and Thursday, mm-hmm. gym C, Fridays, 
and Saturdays potentially. Um, so you can spread yourself out whilst only working the hours that people, because what happens with a physio thing, if someone with an injury who's a working professional, they have to take time out of the, out of the day to day to go and visit the physio during the day, right? And then come back to work, which is a bit of a hassle. Yeah. Most people go to the gym these days anyway. Mm. And most people are free after after work hours. Yeah, after like 5 p.m. Yeah. So, so that, that's a, there at the gym. But what time do physio clinics close? Oh, what, 5.30? 5.30? Yeah. Market population, not meeting demand. You so know, that's you, when... as a physio, you're, you'd be clocking in at what? 3 o'clock? 3 o'clock? 3 o'clock to 8, 8.30. Yeah. And, and I've, I've been already seeing results. And the other big day is Sunday evenings, that what's, people are not doing anything on Sunday evenings and they want to be seen. What's your consult time like? Is it like roughly like 15 minutes of the person, 30 no, minutes no, of the so person, one hour? One, 45 to an hour. So I want to spend time listening to them because mm. that's not done enough understand. like just just understanding what's going on mm. you know because if you, you you have a time budget of half half an hour or 15 mm. or 20 minutes you you rush through it it's like a factory mm. humans we, we're not we're not like we're not we're not like a factory i don't want to the healthcare profession is becoming a factory because it's all about maximizing product output but there's different ways of maximizing product output you know you we we um if we see people for an hour to 45 minutes we listen to them we do in-house therapies so like mobilizations soft tissue stuff tens cupping dry needling um trigger point release mm. so on and so forth you can do as many things but then after that spend the last 15 minutes in exercise based stuff because that's and really highlight the fact that this is what yeah what we did before <clears throat> short term you're feeling good that's cool perfect now we need to work towards your long-term thing and once you once you sell it and they see the reason behind things they'll end up doing it and so that's effectively the it, it, that's the whole reason as to why i've seen like i'm seeing um, a market opportunity or a gap in the market where people aren't exploiting it and so effectively people can come work on like for the company um, and be sole contractors and work literally from like 3 p.m to 8 and have do whatever they want in the mornings they can go for a run they can go to the gym they can go swimming they can go surfing they can play sports they can do whatever they want you know you've got the whole morning you miss traffic as well mm. you turn up who wants to be sitting in rush hour traffic? Do your hours leave? Yeah, do your hours leave. Simple as that. And you're not even you're working six hours a day, mm. three to three to nine, mm. as opposed to not nine. But and but your productivity levels are way higher because you're seeing more people, as opposed to when you start at seven in the morning and then go till five. How can you be sure that they're going to see more people? Like yeah, yeah, we've identified that a lot of people are free after yeah. this hour. But for example, the physio I go to, you know, mm-hmm. you know the guy you know, yeah, Yusuf. Um, like that clinic is always fully booked. Mm-hmm. Like, it's because it's free. I'm pretty sure it's free, yeah. Mm. Yeah. ACC. So there's yeah. So the ACC is paying for that. Um, the way they've gone about it, I've actually spoken to the guy. They were trying to hire me because I was I, I've taken an interview for them. Right. Um, and he was. Yeah, we, we'd gone through the interview and he offered mm. me a job straight after the interview, having a yarn, just straight up. Mm. Um, and I was already working for the other company because I knew, I was like, I need to find, I'm very calculated. So I was like, my, my plan is to start my own business. Mm. If, if it fails miserably. I need a backup. I need a plan B. I need something. Yeah. I need like a symbol. I need a full back on. I need a full back. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, let's take a couple of interviews. And mm. I'm like, so I, I cranked out interviews with them and what they're trying to do and things like that. So they're, they're offering free clinics and... Um, is that clinic like an AUT clinic? Like, no, 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 it's it's not an AUT clinic. The um, 
Yeah, so... Because it's right next to the campus. Yeah, yeah. So, the way they're running it, there's lots of... There's, there's, there's pros and cons to the way they're going, but I won't go into yeah. um, those kind of things. But there's, they're, they're very effective clinic. The way they've marketed themselves, the mm-hmm. way they've, they're based on the shore, they're going to open some new clinics in, the cent- in Central as well oh, okay. soon. So, that's what... That's that's what that was my other fallback on. Yeah. In terms of if my my whole business plan didn't work out, um, so yeah, they've got they've got different ways of going about things. But then there's the other end of the spectrum where you're paying 40, 50 bucks surcharge mm. to see a physio clinic because they've they're they're highly reputable. They've got an all whites physio in there, like you know, just based on the name, as opposed to actual um, actual service or. Um, output that you get I guess as a, as a patient mm. it doesn't reflect so the, the more you pay doesn't mean the top top of the range quality that you get mm. so that that's that was the hard part about pricing my physio thing because I really want to make it affordable for everyone and I don't want people especially students to miss out because that's a population that don't go and look after themselves they do ridiculous things on the weekends they play sports they're, they're very impulsive right but if they can't afford to see a physio then, and they can't afford to take care of basic health. Yeah, exactly. You need to be the one that's offering that. Mm. And a lot of a lot of teenagers tend to go to the gym. So yeah. if you are offering this service at a gym, mm-hmm. there is more likely for them to come visit because they know that there is someone at the gym that's a physio, he's a health professional. Yeah. And he's offering to do this for this much. Yeah. I can afford that. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. <laughs> and so yeah, effectively that's that's really what I want to um mm. what I wanted to do is really make it affordable for everyone. It's not about um, chasing ridiculous amounts of money like that'll that that comes with name and reputation that that's later as you upscale and it's kind of like a bonus and you do think it's a bonus yeah. yeah how do you how do you view this whole money thing so you know like I like I respect the I respect anyone that's in the health field I respect mm-hmm. anyone that's in engineering I respect anyone that's kind of doing something to benefit society or, mm. or you know be of use for the world yeah right. Do you think there is a fine line between helping people for free Mm -hmm. and then making money off them? Well, the thing is that we need to live as well, right? We need to have, we need to maintain a reasonable lifestyle. I don't mean living. My goal anyway is not to live a lavish, like Mm. have like a million dollar, Mm. a multi-million dollar house. Everyone has different ambitions in life. What they think of um, their ideal lifestyle Mm. Or like you know what they what they think is the pinnacle mm. of what they're striving towards. Some people will be very conservative with money early on because they want it. By the time they're thirty or forty, they want to have everything. Like you know, they want to have like cars, yeah, all these house, boats, yeah, all materialistic things. And it's very um, uh, it's I guess it's they think it's, it's a different cool. view. Yeah, it's a different view. It's a different view to look at it from as opposed to. Mm. Me, I kind of think about things as, um, like health is wealth. Like you know, we're, you're you're you got to make the most. Yeah, yeah, the happier you are. That yeah. materialism doesn't relate. I think I read a study somewhere where it was a your your happiness is exponential until about a hundred k, and once once you're in over a hundred k, you can you kind of lose. You're like oh. like money money's only so so little. You see the the, the guys on TV or. The, the multi-billionaires and things like that what are they looking for they're looking for love they're looking to be wanted like they don't get that they have all the money in the deeper. world yeah it's deeper than like money can only give so much but mm-hmm. it can only do so much yeah oh there's, there's these um, there's like these memes it's like oh money can buy a jet ski that's mm. who the fuck yeah. sat on a jet ski yeah <laughs> 
I love that. That's look, good. I've seen that as well. Yeah, like, I look at that and I'm just like, okay, looks realistically, you're not gonna fucking ride a jet ski every fucking day. Yeah. Whoever tells, whoever tells you otherwise is, is yeah, talking crap. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, like that was a tangent I went on, but um, I recently I can't remember exactly where I f- where I read it. Um, it was a study and it was comparing, you know, rich people with poor people. Mm. And they statistically, it was showing that if poor people had just a bit more money, would be yeah. a bit more happier. Yeah. Okay. And if rich people, they obviously they compared. They're like, oh, these guys have so much wealth. Yeah. They've got so much material, you know, opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, objects, but they're they're miserable. Yeah. Um, and they compared that, and they're like, and then they looked at the middle ground. Yeah. Like middle ground was want more. Yeah. Because they think that it's going to make them happier. So it's kind of like a loop. That middle... middle it's a cycle. It's yeah. a vicious cycle. <laughs> but poor people, like, if you look at them, like, I don't think they all want to be rich. No, they, they don't just, want to be rich. They just want no. to be in a position where they can stay... Like, they're in a stable position where they're able to feed their family, get get their kids a decent education, mm-hmm. and... They're the hardest working people in the community, mm. I reckon. The people that are just below average pay mm. they're working two three jobs they're working ridiculous hours people in this country are like kind of kind of slag off the um immig- immigrants so mm. to speak you know they're like ah oh, they're taking over they're doing this and they're like mm. you go to the local takeaway store that's i don't know where, wherever that like, you've got these asian um people working from like like 11 a.m. or like in the morning or like bakeries are a slightly different thing or like 11 a.m. and they'll have like lunch and serve lunch and do all that and then by the time they close it's like four because you're when you're smashed off your head Mm. coming back from town you're like how is this place still open Mm. you turn up and they're still working it's the same people it's a family-owned business you Mm. think about the hours that they're putting in they're Mm. putting in so many hours you think uber drivers you think this you think that they're putting in hours Mm. you know they're putting they're doing doing what it takes to exactly to the top essentially whatever that mm. means or they're, well, they're just doing their part to survive yeah they have it's to it's kind of just a survival game man like, yeah like this whole life thing I think it's just it's just a game of survival and yeah. how you're going to survive and how you want to survive mm-hmm. it just comes out how you want to survive yeah it, do you want to live in a fucking big house or do you want to live in a small house do you mm. want to live in a box do you want to you drive um yeah so I was talking what was I talking about yeah so it's kind of just how you want to live mm. and um the ideals you have towards you know your vision for life mm. like there's people that literally like on youtube there's this channel called uh, big tiny house or mm-hmm. tiny big house oh, i think of, i know that what you're talking yeah, about yeah and and it's just this kiwi i think he's a kiwi bloke he's got a kiwi accent and he goes and interviews um like guys that are people that have built their own little small houses mm-hmm. and they literally have everything they need in there and then like, yeah. very minimal yeah, very very minimal. I love it. Eh? Like those are the people that tend to be like the happiest with like the basic basic stuff. What do you not... think happiness is? Happiness. I reckon happiness happiness is like fulfillment of where you are and the the things that you're doing with your time. I feel as though it's not a I've reached the pinnacle of happiness because then as soon as you reach the pinnacle of happiness, then what else is there to, like to achieve? Do you think there's a difference between joy and pleasure? I feel as though they're very closely interrelated. I feel as though there is a difference. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very difficult one. It's, you're effectively trying to derive the definition of, of each word mm. and then work out the differences. 
you know kind what I mean? Just semantics at the end. Of the yeah, thing. it depends on how people. You can say people happy, right? What is the definition? People interpret the word happy in different kinds of. Some people will say, "Oh, if I had a million dollars, I'd be happy." Some people say, "If I had the love of my life here, I'd be happy forever." You know, that's two completely do different. Do you views. see? But do you see the kind of conundrum there? Yeah. So yeah. they cannot like I don't know how I see it is that the fact that they think something else will make them something external to them will make them happy is never going to actually get there. Yeah. So like people have to kind of realize, and it's just something I've realized as well, is that the only thing that's ever going to make you happy is yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like for example that the statement you just said, if I had my love of my life here next to me, I'm going to be yeah, happy. It's an external thing. That's an external thing. Yeah. And the thing is, what's cool about that is I recently read this thing. And it's like. For people that are wanting love, you yeah. have to give that to yourself. Yeah. If you, you can't give to, it, yeah. You have to find the inner feminine and you mm-hmm. to offer that to yourself or, you know, masculine, whatever. Complex. Yeah, yeah. Whichever way you swing, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that that's very important. That's very... Mm. And with our society at the moment, depression rates are increasing. Mm. So, like, mental health awareness is increasing, which, mm. is co- which is cool as well because people are paying more attention to that. But there's not... There's, there's more attention being brought to it, but, like black and white facts things i don't think things are really being done about it it's always like that there's it's yeah yeah, i feel as though this is something i like to yeah i feel as though um the awareness of depression and things like that Mm. are super uh have been increasing but when someone in terms of help yeah in terms of help when people actually Mm. go out and like physically console you or have have just someone like when someone with depression wants to speak to you or you know someone's not going mm. or you all they want is for you to listen mm. like the worst thing you can possibly do from my opinion is to say the words i know what it feels like mm. or i've been there or something like that you don't like as soon as you're like oh yeah no i've been there you know that that changes it because it, it minimal it minimalizes what they're going through you're like ah, oh, you'll be fine it's nothing i've been through it like you know you you um well, in my personal opinion, anyway, that's that's kind of what I feel. As soon mm. as you you say, oh, I know what it's like, I've been through this, or, mm. you know, things like that, as opposed to really listening and empathizing and, like, talking through. And what, understanding. Understanding it, yeah. Mm. The best thing you can do to someone or a friend. Just hold up a sec. Yeah. Alright, so Tim, we've got some little background noise, so you'll have to, uh, you'll have to excuse that, but we're just going to keep going. So you're talking about how... Yeah, so you're talking about how... Um, how people... How people are very quick to kind of try to understand someone else's... Mm. Um, someone else's position and what they're going through. I feel as though it's really important to listen. Listening is very important. Mm. Um, and so I feel as though... That's that's one thing that we can improve on. Mm-hmm. Um, just Can listening. I'm constantly trying to improve myself and things like that. I'm trying to like after say for example after this interview, I'm gonna go home subconsciously. I just think about things and I'm like, what else could I have said that I really want to talk about? Because there's no way I can tell you everything in one go, right? Like, and you're constantly trying to improve yourself. But with this whole depression thing as well, there, from what I've seen in my friend circle and things, I know a few people that are going through that are quite open now about it, as opposed to very low-key, you know, the more you get to know them, the more they open up. But the thing is that their close friends, they're nowhere to be seen when they're going through the tough times, whether they're, they're really asking for it or they're not asking for any help. And it really needs to... People need to make themselves more available to these people and really, like, help everyone. And, like, you get, you get so much satisfaction out of helping someone through a tough time. Like... 
if you if you won 500 bucks or whatever on on lotto or a thousand that's not going to give you the same satisfaction that someone helping someone through the darkest deepest part of their life coming out through the other end you know it's it's a different kind of fulfill for me anyway it's mm. a what are the extents of help that you think people can offer i feel as though one just being there listening to what's going through then analyzing the situation depending on how serious or severe it is in terms of how i mean no one's psychologist or you can't really define or put it on a scale as to this guy's 10 out of 10 versus this person is at the end of the day those are just figures those Those are figures as well and the thing is they're subjective i guess though and with and with like all these labels (laughs) Oh my god, there's a vacuum going on. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the vacuum of life. It's the vacuum of life. It's the va- it's sucking in as much knowledge yeah, as it can. I guess so. Anyway. You know. <laughs> um like with all these like this isn't this is a shift in what I've had, so it's kinda like all this depression, schizophrenia, multiple personality disorder, bipolar, all these are just labels. Mm. You know? Like where this whole system that we're living in and the mental health system specifically they're just they're focused on giving people labels and then assessing them for a little wee while and then probably not even assessing them before they assess them they just give them medication yeah like I had like a little meltdown last year and literally the the second day after I had my little meltdown I went for like a depressive phase and a psychotic phase Mm -hmm. like the second day after that I got prescribed with Olanzapine, mm-hmm. which is like an antipsychotic drug, and they were so quick to it. They're like, nah, straight away. We're gonna give this guy this because he needs it. They didn't give you any Thing chance. Is, what they didn't do, and what I was kind of expecting them for them to do, is kind of like talk to me and understand and identify the trauma that could have led to this event, yeah. the the repressed emotions that could have led to this event, the the things that are going on currently. You know, they they asked what's going on currently, but it's like they didn't go into detail. They don't. They're not a friend. They're not like a. They're not really support. It's just kind of like. You think that should be available though, because it's shown that your limbic system is very closely related to your frontal mm. cortex, and so those two systems, your emotions dictate so much. And mm. if you don't understand what a person's going through emotionally, or what point in their life has triggered the snowballing effect of this, then you're not going to solve it with medication. That's just yeah, it's a temporary fix. It's the same. It's a diff- It's the same healthcare. It's a different healthcare profession. But it's the same mentality same as, as we were talking yeah. about, right? You same know, it's a quick fix. Yeah. Wham, bam, have some medication. Mm. And you'll be sweet for the next, like, five years the or whatever. Is, what you know? happens is they get sucked into that and they yeah. think they need it. They're yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm going to take this medication for the next few months mm-hmm. and I'm going to be sweet. And yeah. then they get off it. And then three days later, they're back to square one and they've dropped even lower. Is it lower? lower? Yeah. Even lower, man. They've plummeted through the roof, man. Is that how that concept... Because that's not... Uh, Admittedly, that's definitely not my avenue of expertise, mm. obviously, but is that how the whole um, how works, the, the medication supply works in terms of m- mental... Um, the thing is, you have to realise that... Health. Like, you have to realise that... Fuck, what was I saying? I've just lost the whole train of thought. Yeah, if you take if you take medication like to rather than understanding someone's what they're well, going through, okay, it's well, like a quick fix, and mm, you go even lower yeah. than what you are. So, so essentially, like how it works is because you've been given this by a health professional, by this yep. guy that studied years and years mm-hmm. of giving people medication, yep. and how to deal with that. 
you believe him and you're gonna you're gonna take that advice and you're yeah. gonna take that prescription and you're gonna go get the medication thinking mm-hmm. that it's gonna heal you. Yeah. And so your brain is posting that information. It's like, okay, if I take this every day, every day, every day, consistently, I'm gonna reliant on better. it. Yeah. Gets better up there because it's just chemistry. It's just mm-hmm. a chemical imbalance at the end of the day. So they give you these things to chemically balance you up. Do you feel as if they gave you a placebo pill, you'd have the same effect? Hundred percent. You would. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Your mind is a wonderful thing, dude. Like, <laughs> I I've been looking. So this is a doctor that I kind of follow. His name is Doctor Joe Dispenza. Yeah. And he's a neuroscientist. He, you know, all these random labels. Yeah. <laughs> credible labels. Um, I don't know his biography, but essentially the the new therapy that he's kind of put into place, or like not really him himself, but he's identified, is that using the mind and the brain to heal the body. Mm. through like meditation and visualize uh, visualization yeah and so that's literally wholeheartedly visualizing that say for my case my snapping scapula syndrome gets better yeah and that's kind of visualizing in your brain and processing that whole thought of you being better health wise mm-hmm. um, and it's also it comes down to not identifying with whatever you have so this comes back to the mental health thing and it's mm-hmm. like you identify with having depression and having all these random labels that these society do- puts on yeah, you yeah all these labels society puts on you you power that yeah it's like a how i like to it's view, a reason how i like to yeah yeah how i like to view it is it's an external parasite within you mm-hmm. right it's a parasite it's another being in you and the more you feed it yeah, bigger more it gets. Power, bigger yeah. it gets, the more power it gets. Yeah. So it's kind of like I got um. Sorry about that. I got um. I got sick the other day. Yeah. Right on Monday, I woke up and I was in it. Like, done. Like, I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm done. Fever, sore throat, blah blah blah. I'm sure I kind of sound sick right now. And I I kind of slacked off, slacked off, slacked. Off. Oh no, it wasn't Monday. It was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. It was Tuesday. And I was like, all right, look, I can stay in bed for another two hours, right? See how I go, or I can stay in bed the whole day, but I've got shit to do. Yeah. I live my life quite structured. Gotta do it, yeah. I gotta do it. I Seems like that kind of person. Up, <laughs> got up, did my stretches like it was nothing, man. Yeah. I was still, had a fever. Like, yeah. I just like, nah, 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 nah. You're not identifying with this. You're yeah. not identifying with the sickness. Yeah. You're just gonna do your day, you're gonna go have a shower, cold shower, cold shower, dude. Not yeah. even a warm shower, cold shower, because I need that fucking electrolytes. I yeah. Need, I need to fucking get, yeah, get in, get wide. Yeah. yeah. And I just began my day, but I went for a drive, go, went to went to see my boss, told her I can't work on Thursday, yesterday, because I'm feeling like shit. Yeah. But she's like, oh yeah, see how you feel. And by that drive, I felt like I was high as fuck. <laughs> like, it was, it, I kind of viewed it as like a blessing, man. I was yeah. like, if this is what being sick is, can I be sick every All day? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> This is pretty good. Like, I'm driving, I'm looking at the trees, and I'm like, holy shit. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. It was so uh, But back to what I'm saying is that the moment I chose to not identify, the less power it had. Yeah. And I've gotten better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've still got, like, sort of like a runny nose. Mm-hmm. Throat sort of hurts. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Not really. It's just kind of about drinking fluids and yeah. getting that out of my system. But other than that, like, I feel like fine. Mm. 
because I'm not identifying with it, because I'm not letting it get the best of me, I can very well curl up into my bed right now and be like, oh, I'm sick. Except for a few weeks there like that. And play victim. And play victim. That's the thing with society is that when we have these labels, they love to play victim. Yeah. Because you get the sympathy out of it. You get the people coming to you, are you okay? Yeah. You alright? No, no, no. Everything's going shit right now. Yeah. I'm blaming the world. But the thing is, they don't take responsibility. Yeah. So... Oh, this is real dark, eh? Like, I, I, I'm That's surprised. That's very true. I'm surprised this is coming out of my mouth right yeah. now on a podcast that I'm going to upload is because yeah. I went to Youth Fund, I did a course. Yeah. And I looked at the, the methodology and how they do things, and I didn't agree with it, eh? Yeah. Like, looking back at it now, I kind of agree with it. I'm open to it now. It was kind of like just, it's kind of like, you let people figure themselves out. Yeah. Kind of thing. And the thing is, it comes back to the same point is people can only help themselves. Mm-hmm. You have to take responsibility and help yourself. But the thing mm-hmm. is like, when you're giving kids like very little advice and you know, you're not really giving them anywhere to, to start. Some direction. Them, yeah. Because you're not really allowed to do that. Yeah. Then what good are you? What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. And the conundrum I also saw and identified is that you've got blind people leading the blind. So you've yeah. got <laughs> like with 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 like I've seen my fair share of psychiatrists and psychologists and yeah. they don't they, they even admitted it to me. They're like they don't really know themselves. Yeah. Like they don't know what they want. They don't yeah. know. So it's kinda of like having how can you have people trying to find themselves coming to you with when the person, the professional, doesn't even know. Mm. They don't even know. But is there such a thing, though? Is that perfect self-fulfillment? Are you at the very top of the pyramid? Is, there, is there if such I'm, a... If I'm to... If you label this as boasting, I think I've found that. Yeah. That, that's and a that's a very few people can, can effectively say that they are they're in full control or, like, they're very happy with dude, the top of the pyramid. Like... It's I a have, rare thing. It can't, have, I'm not saying it yeah, can never yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that it is yeah. very... What it is, is it was extreme, like, I'm still not, like, I've got there, mm-hmm. but it's now it's just strengthening that. Yeah. That's what it is. So it's not, it's been nine Refining months. it. It's been nine months. Yeah. And I've, I haven't had any extreme anger emotions for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Maybe the few quick seconds where you lose the plot and you're like, fuck, why is this not working? You bring yourself but, back. But you, you, and you're aware of that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of being self-aware and you, you, you regulate your emotions and you manage those and mm-hmm. you become what most people like to call emotionally intelligent. Yeah. You know? And I kind of identified, and I, I identified that what I am, I'm just an observer of this reality. Mm-hmm. I'm not Mustafa. I'm not this character. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I am simply but an energy in a body yeah. that is giving this body that you see in front of you mm-hmm. a life force. life, yeah. And this intellect that I've got, this voice in my head, the ego, as, mm-hmm. as a lot of psychologists like to call it and many other spiritual teachers, is the intellect and is the is the like the mind it's the mind that's mm-hmm. what it is yeah and that's what you 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 know when people judge other people that's that's the ego judging other people yeah when you think you're better than other people that's the ego thinking you're taking better. you off it's yeah. what it is it's it's what the ego is it's trying to give value to a valueless thing mm-hmm. so at the core, your energy has really no value. Yeah. But the ego wants to give that character value. Yeah. So it does all these things and identifies all these things yeah. and, and buys all these fancy things yeah. to give itself that value. Mm-hmm. But it's never going to do that. Yeah. And that's what people get sucked into. They're like, if I do this, I'm going to get better. Yeah. If I take this, I'm going to get better. 
but you have to realize that it's not going to happen, it's not gonna happen like that. Mm. It's, you have to be content with what you are as a person and the life situation that you are in and the current now. And you have to be present and no thoughts. Yeah. Like just empty out whatever's whatever's going processing up here. Let that out. Yeah. You know. Like don't don't have conflict of oh this guy up here is saying something new and this guy over here is saying different. something different. Yeah. Be be in flow with what this guy's saying and what this guy's doing. Yeah. And it's transparency, I guess, yeah. with, between people. And it, and it takes a long time, man. And it, yeah. takes, it took me so long. Like. Yeah. Yeah. What you describe is really it's it's a really important thing, and I feel as though the key is just to from I guess what I've down in terms of like this this whole surfing demeanor mm. and mm. the being one with yeah. nature and stuff it's just about like just putting out good vibes and I feel as though mm. it just comes down to um, being the best person you can being the most honest person um, being of good character being of good character and really like people to think of you of high regard you don't want to really, like um, it's really hard to like uh be the perfect person but like try to put people down less or like talk less Mm -hmm. like like it's a negative energy that you're spreading Mm -hmm. and you're bringing yourself down and I feel as though if you can if you can be the most positive person that you can like of course you're going to speak badly or say something terrible about someone at some point but then you if you can reflect on it and you can identify that you've done this and then next time it comes around you can maybe refrain from doing that or kind of change your mindset and think of things in a positive manner Mm -hmm. as opposed to thinking oh my car broke down or something and you're like oh it's this or like it's that or like you know something terrible and like really trying to try to try to find positives and things and really spread like your positive energy to other people and it'll reflect around to the community Mm. and um as opposed to being like nasty or or being you know spreading negative kind of things and um think for example like i i got lots of my mates where we'll drive along and then people will be going slow on the motorway or something and they'll be like you fucking can't like move you're in the fast lane like you know bl- blaring their horn flashing their lights mm-hmm. and i'm like you've re- like people don't need that like you really you don't need that because that. one what if it's a really old person that doesn't know they're you're gonna make them come across an accident or if it's a really if it's a learner or even if it's just someone who do, who's not aware of things around like don't, don't ruin someone else's yeah, day or mood is, you don't know what that guy's gone yeah. through that day he could be having a fucking shit day yeah. and you're just rounding your fucking nuts honestly that's, I think you're alpha I, fe- I feel as though that's it's the most important thing the other thing is that because throughout my like high school I haven't done too much of like ridiculous amounts of work admittedly but I've done like catering and things in like hospitality and stuff and at the time I really disliked it I really hated it you know but the takeaway, looking back at it, I'm so glad I did it because the some of the things I got from people who were really, really nice to me, which was awesome because I was doing really long shifts and like you're, you're like almost sleeping, you're like your eyes are tired, you've been working on your feet for the last nine, ten hours and then you get people that are absolute arseholes to you, mm. you know, and you're and they have a go at you for the food being cold or this being bad or this being bad and I'm like, I, I can't say anything because that's my job but now looking back at it, I'm like, if I was ever in that position... Like, I can't be mean to someone because I know that they've been working ridiculous hours at Burger King or McDonald's or any place to give you some kind of service. They didn't even make the food. Why are you having a go at these people mm. and making their and spreading that kind of negative energy when you don't know what they've gone through? It's they didn't make the food. They have no control over it. Like you know, always be polite. Like that's the key. Like as soon as you can spread good vibes to people and like just just be the best person you can be, like that's going to reflect well on other people. And I feel as though that's that's just the most important thing. Like as soon as you you're being negative to other people, you're 
they, then they're, they're, they're in even a worse mood than they were. Mm. They go home. No they're problem. rude to their parents or they're rude to someone else. And it's a cycle that keeps going. Mm. You smile, you say hi, like, you just be happy. And people around you are going to really enjoy that about your character. Mm. Like, you know, be that guy that everyone, or the girl. Walk around that and everyone, smile. Yeah. Yeah. It's not hard. It's not hard at all. It's not hard. Like, it's a I, simple thing. Dude, this, is, this is like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm driving the car and like, I'll look at the next, next guy next to me. I'll just smile at him and he's just yeah. blank face. What? So, what's happened? Yeah, like, it's so rare. Did someone just smile at me? Like, <laughs> and I just like, I nod. I'm like, oh, you know, like just good, like, why? Yeah. Like, you know? And so one, this guy last week, he actually wind down his window and he's like, Dude, this is so random. I was like, yeah, don't you think people need to do it more? He's like, fuck yeah. I just asked him, I was like, how the hell was your day? Like, yeah. How are you doing? He's like, mate, I'm doing pretty well. I've just finished work. Gangster. That's like, awesome. Yeah. That, that's someone's day changed. Just just that sort of interaction makes such an impact. Like, well, I don't know what impact it made to him, but for him to actually wind down the window and look at me and be like, dude, this is so weird. It's kind of a good sign. That <laughs> that's cool, man. That's happened. awesome. I need, I need to improve myself as a person with that as well because I have the tendency to like sit there in my car and I'm like we're concentrating on like things in life and I'm like everything's going through my head so, and I like look yeah. over and I'll be like, like what's going on? Like, <laughs> yeah, you kind of you kind of find yourself in that trip and um, that's just what, what a lot of people like to call is autopilot. Yeah. So your your body's used to this driving procedure and how it turn on the car, push the gas pedal, undo the handbrake, yeah. blah blah blah, whatever, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The moment you're conscious of every m- little thing you, you do, do, oh dude, it's brilliant. <laughs> and like you just you feel like total control, and you're so aware. Because yeah. it's like you don't like. I identify that I don't need to be thinking about tomorrow. I don't yeah. need to be thinking about yesterday. I don't need to be thinking about ten years. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be thinking about five years ago. Yeah. There's only now. Yeah, you now do it is, now. Now is what's important. I reckon the most important thing is enjoy the journey. Like mm. when 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 push comes to shove and you're real and you you've come down to it, you don't want to look back and think what if. The worst thing I know it's a massive mm. cliche that everyone uses, mm. but you think what if? Oh, well, like right. only if I did this, only if I did that. I'm like nah, man. Like do it, take risks, do it. Like do things because you've got age by your side. Mm. You mean, don't want to be looking looking back and thinking oh only if I did this, only if I told her this or told him this or you know did impulsively did this like you know like do it now people are like oh you've got you they always say that oh you're only like 23 and you've mm. got a business you're doing this you've got your life sorted i'm like there's the furthest thing that i've never even thought about i've got my life mm. sorted that I've is the worst got, I, I hate people that say that like because as soon as you say oh you've got your life sorted they think that like they the world owes them something they don't go out and get it it's like it's a feeling of oh I'm just sitting here like you've you've got your life sorted and I was like yeah but I've done this and I've implemented these things and I've thought about the blueprints and I've put the blueprints into action and action into plan or plan into action and actually really done it high five in that way Honestly, that's the way to do it. As soon as you're sitting there thinking, oh, you know, I'll do this, I'll do that. Like, you know, it, it never happens. Never mm-hmm. happens. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it, do it the day after. The, moment, the more you prolong, the more you're prolonging your success, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Honestly, I'm you're so glad I came here there because very few people have the same mentality as you. Um, and I think that really needs to, it, it really needs to improve. Like, it's, it's real weird, man. It's real, like, it's real weird. Like, I, like, I, it's gone to the point where I feel disconnected from society, man, because I can't, like, yeah, it's gone to the point where I'm so 
far away, but yeah. so close. Because I'm so close, I'm so far away. Yeah. But the thing is, people are so far away, but they think they're close. Yeah. So they think that... They're almost there. Yeah. yeah. Do you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And, like, I'm just very distant. Like, people I talk to, like, it's just completely weird, different wavelengths. <laughs> like, I don't I don't resonate with people. Yeah. Like, you Like, I haven't resonated with someone like you in probably a good, like, good wee while. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, that's a lie. Last week, yeah. there was a guy I met. But I think, oh, holy shit. Recently, I've been meeting more people that are on the same wavelength. So yeah. I'm just it's weird how, we f- how, how it, it finds, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to see how it goes. So I'm pretty proud that... Yeah, same. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do you think we can become... Like a... Mm, like you can't really have bad you can't really have good without bad yeah it's a yin yang but how do you think we can kind of balance as a collective mm -hmm. population I feel as though everyone who everyone like as an individual or as as a collective should have a hobby or a sport or like something to keep their mind occupied as soon as you have people that have lots of time to sit there and do not much I feel as though productivity levels decrease your brain levels decrease everything decreases as soon as as soon as you can find a hobby or something that keeps you you need active, some sort of spice yeah, keep, 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 you keeps you going yeah. keeps you climbing like you know that I feel as though that is super important and then your work basically translates to what you want to achieve or your hobby or your goal or anything like that the main thing is goal orientated mm. as soon as you ach- you set a goal that's not too easy not way too far-fetched mm. can be far-fetched mm. doesn't matter as long as you have a goal you're working towards it mm. but the people who say ah oh, yeah i'll let that happen or let this happen without having a goal in, in mind or like mm. a plan of achieving the goal mm. that's even more important the plan mm. you can have a goal but if you don't know how you're going to go about it it's, it's redundant yeah. like you know it means we've kind of gone a bit over time Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll so. Just, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up soon. pretty soon. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Effectively, that's. What I feel as though once you, uh, an occupied mind is super useful mm-hmm. and is super helpful, and you start occupied as in like occupied as in busy. with yeah with yeah, okay. it doesn't matter what it is yeah. as long as you're passionate about the the topic or the subject or anything. Mm. I reckon that's that's really key. Would you agree that having an occupied mind with free of thought? is more powerful yes yeah the ability to say for example you you your interest was engineering or something like that and Mm. I had no interest but you were super passionate about it Mm. that's your occupied mind but like if you were trying to tell me things about it and I had no interest in it that's me closing myself off Mm. and going oh it doesn't really relate to me and Mm. I'm not really that interested it's your hobby like Mm. but as soon as you can identify that it's not what you like but if you pay attention and you really think about things and appreciate it from his point of view and see why he enjoys it or why that that's what I feel as an open mind if you close yourself off you hear a statement and you go nah that's that's rubbish but if you can give it the opportunity and even just like think what if I was in that position or what if these were the variables that would change Mm. I I feel as though that's an open mind discussing it from a different perspective to yourself Mm. or the benefit of yourself Mm. you know um, so on the topic of surfing, let's just change yeah, yeah. Up. Tell me about the time you drowned. Oh look, you mentioned, you mentioned it just <laughs> yeah, before. yeah. Look, so effectively, I started surfing like three, three years ago, and um, I'm not very water confident. I'm, 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 I'm from the subcontinent. I'm we're we're designed to survive deserts, not not oceans. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, look, bro. Like, <laughs> whack me on a camel and I'll be fine, but put me in the ocean. By God, I'll drown. <laughs> and so, effectively, what um, what happened is that my mate convinced me to buy a surfboard, and I ended up naively going out to surf and mm. went out to Piha, which is quite a big, big wave beach. Mm. Um, ignorance is not bliss in terms of the ocean. You mm. need to be very switched on. You need to respect the ocean. Um, and oh, the mate was just like, oh, look, paddle out, paddle out. We started to paddle out past the waves. Didn't know I was caught in a rip. Went out and I just started getting pounded by waves. And I, my paddle fitness was terrible. I didn't know how to get myself out of the position. I started to panic. I couldn't even swim properly. Like, you know, I was like, this is the worst. Case. It wasn't a massive day, but it was big for me. Like, you know, and there was were lifeguards and things at the beach when I first started. Yeah, first like time. second or first time at the and the thing. And and I really started to hit panic mode. People were like, oh, when you're in a rope, just let it take you and then paddle out to the side. It's so much easier said than done. It's like a, it's a metaphor for life. Like when shit, when shit hits the fan, I oh, just, just, you know, just calm down, think about it, think about the position that you're in. But when shit actually hits the fan in your life, you panic, man. That's the, that's, you know, and it takes a real big person to identify that's happening and then really think about it and like bring yourself psychologically back back down to a normal or like to to a level-headed place and think about things in a natural in a in a rational position as opposed to going oh shit i'm gonna drown i'm being irrational and then you start hyperventilating you start to lose air and things start to hit the fan even more and so it was at that time eventually somehow i just kept paddling and paddling and paddling and then i got to the point where i was real close to the rocks i didn't realize i could touch the bottom (laughs) you didn't realize i could touch the bottom i didn't realize i could touch the bottom and here i was thinking i was gonna drown and because everything was blinded when shit hits the fan shit hits the fan Cortisol and you think rise, yeah you don't everything. think of things rationally you don't think of oh, identifying yourself as i'm in this position the worst thing i can do is panic because i'm gonna and i just started to, and i was i was like done i was like i can't like i can't do this anymore like you know like had the flotation on the board and i was just sitting there on the side of the with the, with the board wrapped around my arm and then my foot touched I'm the bottom die <laughs> And dude, I was in waist deeper water, and the and the lifeguards were just looking at me like, "What's this dude up to?" He's like, he got dragged all the way by the rocks, and he's just like standing up. But the current was that strong that it like took me like ten minutes to walk out of, of the of the water shit. where it was like. And so it just brings me back to like when shit hits the fan, really think about what's going on. What's like it's hard to think impulsively, I guess, about things, but I guess it's really important to. Think of things in a literal manner and really calm yourself down because you make the best decisions when you're calm. Like when you're calm and you've got nothing else on your mind and you're not driven by emotion, that's when you make the best decision possible. As soon as you let emotion take over um, or you feel pressured, um, that's when you start making it. When shit hits the fan, really think about what's going on. What's like, it's hard to think impulsively, I guess, about things, but I guess it's really important to Think of things in a literal manner and really calm yourself down. Rational things and decisions that you regret. It's, it's way easier said than done. There's no way I'm saying that I'm a, I'm a rational yeah. person. I think of everything in the most perfect zen way. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. no way I can even say that I'm close to achieving that. But what I'm trying to do is identify moments in my life where, where, you can. where, I, can, where I can implement that. Where <laughs> it's not a matter of life and death. Like, you know, and at that, at that point where I thought it was anyway. I can relate that experience, I guess, to everything that comes down to whether it be business opportunities, business plans, um, meetings with clients, meetings with other people, like-minded people like you, I guess. Um, 
for example me buying the car back to buying the car like you know whether it be an impulsive decision or whether it's really thought of, thought out in terms of the accounting side like you know how it wasn't like oh, I just want a new car for the sake of it yeah. there was some method behind some of the madness and I need to think logistically you have to evaluate that yeah, whole about, yeah so I feel as though that's that's a stepping stone and mm. the main thing is that as long as you keep trying to better yourself as a person that'll resonate around the people around you mm. and that'll affect positively and your whole friend circle is going to be positive people Hell yeah. as opposed to one friend circle bagging another friend circle There's, life's too short for that straight up enjoy it enjoy the journey and just like like froth up like you know as the servers say I froth up you yeah yeah honestly like when you're psyched like to get to score some waves like yeah dude i'm frothing yeah you know like you're just you're foaming <laughs> over life like you know you just you just you just love it yeah, it's, a, it's a cool lifestyle i have to you. i have to try out surfing dude amen anytime give me a yell we'll, we'll do it. i've got a spare a few couple of spare yeah. boards let's do it sounds good. done deal honestly it's, like, it's almost fuck yeah it's almost it. like it's almost summer and stuff so yeah, look. Oh, what does that even mean, really? Get that summer bot out. Mm. Ew. <laughs> that tan, you're looking a bit pale, I'll, bro. What's I'll going be, on? <laughs> I'll be, I'll be frothing. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. Um, so, um, I think we'll just wrap it up. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Look, man, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much yeah, for having me you. on board. Yeah. You're a legend. It was, um, it, was, it, was, it was a pleasure talking to you. Um, any, just one final thing, uh, other than that whole frothing thing, any, any, just summon quickly. Like, just stay positive. Stay positive and know that there's people around you that really care about you and, mm. you know, just, just stay positive. Spread good vibes. Mm. My saying is good vibes save lives. That's what I say. That's my saying. Say it again? Good vibes save lives. Good vibes save lives. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be under. Yeah, it's going to be under quote. Yeah, look, that's my quote. <laughs> right. Um, and in terms of um, physio, anything you... With physio works. Now everything I've I've covered mostly everything and it's it's always a stepping stone. Like yeah. When you when you set a plan of attack, you need to set a fluid plan of attack mm. because life's changing. You mm. set a solid plan of attack, life changes, you're done. Don't have too many expectations. Nah, don't have too many expectations. Roll with the flow. Like you, you, you hit a speed bump. You pump the tires up a bit more and you go over it. Like, you know, you, you, you allow for change. All aspects of life, your life will change. You set a f- solid blueprint life's going to change and it's going to hit the fan mm. but if you if Just you allow for fluidity you're, you're like water mm. effectively you're like water it goes through the spaces goes through the cla- the cracks you know and so I feel as though fluidity and versatility and being able to change as a person as a being as, as anything is, is, is important mm. yeah be open to it yeah that's that's my I guess my philosophies on on how on life that's mine anyway, my personal life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. yeah that's, that's brilliant. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Tev. And, um, awesome. That was the, I think, uh, very spontaneous podcast. Yeah, was. Um, hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, <laughs> stay tuned for the next one. Thank you. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Last thing, uh, stay frothing. You. <laughs>